This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Hour two on the block. I'm Austin Norman. More importantly, he's Eric Strickland. Plenty to talk about in hour number two. Good, fun, college football-focused first hour. Uh, We looked at the college football playoff. We looked at Huskers with single-digit uniforms. If you missed any of it, check it out on the podcast, wherever it is you get it. Or if you don't want to do the podcast, all our broadcasts are archived on social media. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter have those for you. Thanks to our friends at Sartor Heyman Jewelers uh, for sponsoring the live stream and Allo. Uh, They sponsor our VIP line, but you can also watch the shows, any of your favorite ticket shows on Channel 951. And of course, Drick, we heard it in the open, the title sponsor of this program, the main sponsor, the main man, Charles and Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Make sure you go out to 27th Pine Lake, check in on them, check out the food. They do buffet, they do... uh, catering they also do pop in get it to go and you can also sit down and observe the ambiance it is a beautiful uh, little quaint little spot right there mm-hmm. i think he needs to expand all the business that they're <laughs> getting out there at maryland's food for the soul keep up the good work charles and all the work that you guys do out there yes please you make many people happy you give us a show we greatly appreciate it uh some business to take care of before we move on with our show we asked the question strike how many schools have made or qualified for the college football playoff. Your number, your guess was eight? Eight. Eight. A little bit short. So the over is what hits the winner of uh, that. We're going to give it to one-eyed Ray. Uh, He guessed 13 just off the hip. Very close. The correct answer is 14 schools. Mm. Let's go through the list here straight. Let's see if you can name them all. I have the, the list pulled up. Um, in terms of number of appearances in the college football playoff. So 14 schools, can you name them all? We'll go down the list. Let's go with Cincinnati. Cincy. LSU. LSU. Michigan. Ohio State. Alabama. Clemson. Georgia. Oklahoma. uh, Halfway home. uh, USC. Nope. No USC. Uh, somebody in the SEC. Oh, shoot. Oh, Florida State. Florida State. Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Did I say them? Okay. Was that 10? Yep, four to go. Sheesh. Um, TCU. TCU. Oh, I said that. Did I say that? Nope. You got it. Um, dang. Um, uh, somebody at Oregon? Oregon. Two to go. Nebraska? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um uh, 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 uh Ohio State? 
Did you said that? them. You said Michigan. Them. I mean, Michigan State. Michigan State. One more. Jeez. One oh, more. Man. Um. Auburn. Not Auburn. I don't know. Washington. Washington got in. Mm-hmm. Washington got. I don't in remember them. The third playoff in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, Alabama has the most appearances with seven. Clemson with six, Ohio State five, Oklahoma four. Uh, Georgia has made it three times, made it to the championship game each time. Notre Dame twice, Michigan the last two. Uh, Everyone else on the list has made it one time. LSU made the most of their run. They've been in the college football playoff once, and they won the whole thing uh, back in 2019. Uh, Oregon made it once, uh, made it to the championship game before losing to Zeke Elliott and Ohio State. TCU made his first appearance last year, and everyone else that's made it one time only made uh, the semis, so that first game, Florida State, Michigan State, Washington, and Cincinnati. Right. There's your history. Wow. It was, uh, man, I forgot Washington. I forgot Washington. Yeah, I, I, under I did Chris not. Peterson. That's crazy. Okay, well, shoot. I was close. You there's some, well there's done, some, well done. There, <laughs> Thunder Not Collins said rigged. Rigged? <laughs> it's not. You were close. You you were there, Thunder Not Collins, but you 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 uh, only gave 11 teams, and we just decided since everybody kind of popped in uh, with the correct answer, we just were going to go with the one that gave the closest mm-hmm. um, in a short span of time. Like we Take didn't want time to work through it, Thunder Not. Yeah, Collins. we didn't want to. We didn't want to. We didn't want to have somebody to start just kind of looking it up and figuring it out. And so we kind of went with who came early in the in the in the conversation, and that guess was pretty close. So we went with it. That it was. Yeah. Again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you have any uh, college football playoff thoughts. Or thoughts on our next topic, Strick, one that we talked a little bit with the guys in the happy hour about, um, and that's gambling. Before we get back into Phil Mickelson, I want to lead off with ESPN getting into sports betting. Uh, Penn, the sports book, is rebranding with ESPN, so just changing a couple letters around, really, one letter, I guess. Um, So they're getting into sports betting as the mothership, as the evil empire. That doesn't necessarily sit right with me. Given how much reporting ESPN does, they can say they're going to keep it separate and they can say, you know, they're going to have integrity and it's not going to impact their coverage. But Strick, they have their own sports book. They have to understand what they choose to report on and what they choose not to report on. How much airtime they give Mm -hmm. something affects people's lives Mm -hmm. now when they're putting money on it. I don't like ESPN getting into sports games. Um, But let's just be real about it. ESPN is hemorrhaging. Uh-huh. So, when you're hemorrhaging the way that you are in in a, a business model, we're not going to get into the reasons why. <laughs> we're not going to get into the, the the any particulars as to our perspective on how they're falling off the wagon. Mm-hmm. We're just going to just say that they're hemorrhaging so much so that Disney is even trying to figure out how to <laughs> separate mm-hmm. right at this point. Um, you look at them and you know that this is the case because partners that have been together for so long are now no longer together. Faces that you have seen for years are no longer a part of it. They're Mm -hmm. looking for new blood, new people to kind of enter into the, the fray. But on top of that, they're trying to figure out how to generate more. What better way to generate kind of wash and 
you know, throw in on a hodgepodge mm-hmm. of large incomes coming in at different times. Yes, you're going to have to pay some stuff out, but there's a lot more people probably that lose and win, mm-hmm. you know. So they're trying to figure out how to stop the bleeding, how they can get another revenue model or stream uh, without having to pay so many in salaries of guys that have been there for so long. They're trying to uh, shrink the um, – you know, those who are working under their, their, um, you know, the ESPN Mm -hmm. logo and trying to figure out how to raise more revenue so that their bottom lines uh, change a little bit from what it is. That's what I think it's coming Are you saying we should have seen this coming? Um, it's kind of like this. You have, think about businesses that have begun that have been spawns or have been one-offs of something that have hit a mark. Uh, Think about how uh, oil reserves, somebody hits Mm -hmm. and guess what? Other people, everybody comes flying into the space, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to get uh, leases on land you can't get it at the spot, but you can nope. get it around. So you're trying to see how you can tap in. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. The, these, the DraftKings and, and, and who else out there? Um, all these other types of sports, they've been hitting. Mm-hmm. They've been big. They're big on advertising. You see them everywhere. They're hitting. You've seen, you've seen little runoffs, but they haven't been as big, but they're still doing pretty well. So, the big fish says, how can I get into the big pond and start making a lot of this big cash while it's, while it's hot? You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know if we can say we can see it coming, but you, we, we, we should have guesstimated that it was something that they would try to jump into, especially with how things are going in that realm. They have TV shows on it. They have segments on it on different, you know, yeah. non-betting focused shows. They're bringing someone in to be a betting analyst on college game day. Now, which again, strict like That's we've talked about, is makes it even trickier for you know collegiate student athletes. Oh yeah, this is where I want to flip the conversation back to Phil Mickelson because we're talking about it from the football aspect right there. Phil Mickelson didn't play football; he's not playing football professionally. Mm-hmm. He's a golfer. Yeah, who put according to his business partner, former business partner, a how much bill? Billio? Billion. Wait, 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 wait. I, 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 million. Billion with a B. Billion with a B. B- did you B- did, did you was billion. that a, was that a, a what are they called when you have a error in the writing? Is that <laughs> what do they call that when they have an error in the writing and it's uh oh void no when there's like you're writing something oh, and a typo yeah yeah so no. was that a typo no B billion no typo no typo that's uh, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's worth a billion? Maybe it's added up to a billion over the course of his career. Good gosh almighty. Phil Mickelson. Um, I'm a good friend of Live Golf and, and the golfing uh, bunch. I golf myself. I went out yesterday. Phil Mickelson, if you want to reach out to me, if you're going to give away a billion, 
with a B, I'd be happy to take some of that cashola and distribute for you in the right way. It can go to a better better place. Wow. Okay. Um, so w- so there's that aspect of it. Okay. Phil, hope okay. you get help. Hope you stopped. Apparently, it one one day one day strike. <sighs> Phil placed 43 bets on Major League Baseball, lost 143 grand. And you thought Michael Jordan was bad. You thought. Wow. Okay. Um, let's get into that. A billion dollars. So here's here's <laughs> dating back like. 10, 15 years. Uh, I'm still least. trying to get my head around a, mm-hmm. a billion. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the question. I, I don't want to deal with the just particular aspect and get in a silo only of the gambling. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of throw this out there. And, 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 yeah, we do have enough time. Because I really want to ask this question to you guys on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. You're welcome to call in if you do uh, have a take on this at 402-464-5685 because I want to take a different take on that. It's um, when I look at it from this standpoint, I look at it from a difference of sports as far as team sports Mm -hmm. and individual sports, Mm -hmm. because to me, it seems like if I'm going to step into the boxing ring and I believe that I'm about to knock somebody out, this is a bet on me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is it more look down the front? This is the question I have. So you guys are willing to talk about it and add on to it. Is it more frowned upon, because we all went in on Pete Rose, right? Mm -hmm. Is it more frowned upon if you're an individual, if you're running track and you're like, I'm the fastest man on earth and I believe I'm about to do this and I might break the record and if I do it, I'm betting on it. Mm -hmm. And you do that, right? And you go out and do it. Do you deserve to be paid on it? Mm -hmm. Is that something, you know, otherwise you lose your money. I mean, so... Is it more frowned upon if it's an individual sports like boxing, mm-hmm. UFC, you step in the octagon, golf, track, golf, yeah. track anything like Tennis that? Tennis even. Right. Mm-hmm. Or is it is it more uh, frowned upon as a team sport? I just I, I like your thoughts. Text line also, jump in if you'd like to as well. Uh, how do you view it? Do you look look down more upon it on a team side as opposed to an individual? I think the bigger examples we have are on the team side from the the various college point shaving scandals to uh, the 1919 Chicago Black Sox in the World Series. Mm. Um, I think did the Reds did the Red Sox do it too with the go between the legs when they had the game oh, against that's the Mets? Bill, no, no. <laughs> I thought no. that might have been a shaving. Okay, okay. I There's see a you. lot of gangsters up there in Boston. No, okay, I'm just playing. Go ahead. I think it's harder to throw team sports because you need more people in on the trick. Ah. Um, one guy, I think one guy can have an outsized impact on a basketball game, you know, or. Could you take a fall? Though in in in, a, in like boxing, like bet well, bet that's, that's bet, what I'm uh, saying. For, okay, it's it's harder to it's harder to get away with. I think if you're going to mm. be point shaving in a mm. team sport, because we can look all across individual sports and say that's fishy. What's going on there? You look at the other angle. He missed the punch. You just fell down. though, really? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's easier to do, but I also think that based on the culture of those individual sports where for so long, especially as you're being trained, it's competing against myself, right? Yeah. You're running against, you know, seven other guys, seven other gals in track, you know, to some degree. Yeah. It's one-on-one and you're, there's someone across from you in the ring, but so much of your training is you against yourself. 
And think about all the stories we have, Strick, of boxers and UFC fighters, even, you know, track runners coming from nothing. You know, they have nothing. They have to bet on themselves. They've just gotten so used to it, and now they have the chance to actually put some money on themselves. Again, I see less of a problem with that than I do betting against yourself for obvious reasons. But if you can't bet against yourself, I think it also stands to reason that you shouldn't be able to bet for yourself Uh just because it can look funky. Yeah, yeah. I I have to agree with you, Austin. And and here's – because you see it in the movies all the time, right? The Mm -hmm. guy approaches him and says, hey, you know, we need you to take this fall in the third round, blah, blah, blah. Um so is that the same thing? Even though you're not necessarily betting on yourself, you're still uh, a part of the scheme of the bet because yeah. in a certain round, there's obviously more money paid by you going down in certain rounds and there's more money paid by... So if somebody else is betting on you to do this, is it still more shady? What Which one is more shady? That's what I mean. Betting on yourself to win or is it more shady to kind of you play, know, along. play along in the betting scheme of things and then also get paid on the backside? I, I, I just think it's funny. It's that last part, the getting paid on the backside. Because yeah. if you're betting against yourself, you know, I put it in quotes there, you probably didn't actually put any money down, but you know someone who did. Yeah. And since they're going to put a lot down on you to lose, they're getting paid out. They had that inside information or knew that you'd play along. So you get that kickback, even if it's not officially on right. the books or not trackable you know, through the app. Right. And so it's dangerous. I mean, I mean also, you've got to look at, are the officials, I mean, we saw the Donahue situation. We've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Are the officials involved? Is the boxing officials involved? Because I've seen some boxing matches, and I've looked at I'm like looking at those scorecards, Austin. I'm saying, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Are they watching the same? I'm not a professional referee in that space, but good gosh, I can see. Mm-hmm. That man got beat the brakes off of him in this fight. How the heck did he even mm-hmm. – how did you even come to a draw? Like, how did you even come to a, 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 a split decision, let alone – uh, taking it from the guy. And that's where I think, Strick, we have to assume innocent until proven guilty. Like, yeah. there, there's there's one person that can read their thoughts and know their hearts. It's not us. So we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. But whenever there's an official involved, whenever there's subjective scoring involved, there's always going to be that question for the loser. Oh, come on. That's not what the scorecard was. Oh, I landed more... It's hard to judge in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And as neutral observers, again, we can't see into these guys' hearts or heads. We don't know their business going on behind the scenes. You hope there's none of it, of course. But that's on top of it's difficult as it is to subjectively judge this as accurately as you can in an event like this. Mm-hmm. Calling balls and strikes when guys are throwing 100 miles an hour is hard. You know, trying to peer through 1,700 pounds of human mass to see if it's a holding call or not is difficult. Like, we get that. So the reason that the gambling aspect adds even more to, hey, let's just not do it, is it's already hard enough. There are already enough questions as is. Let's not give there any room for any other questions to be raised. And then I I also look at it from a standpoint of when I look at, um, you know, games and whatnot, I, I think about how can, you know, after the aftermath, like how can you look at yourself, you know, mm-hmm. just being a competitor? So I, I then look at the sport itself and then you start to look at the language. You go back and look at the history of the sport and you start to see that it was actually a sport. So mm-hmm. in sports, the winner is dictated by who was the better of the two. Then the language changed. At some point. Now, I'm not saying that this this is the case. I'm just I'm just I'm spitballing. I just want to have the conversation. 
then the language change and it gets to it turns into an industry so it no longer it's a sport but it's called entertainment this is where wrestling has become entertainment so now you have football you have basketball you have them that are under the purview of entertainment um doing that that means things can be shifted mm-hmm. things may not play out as mm-hmm. the way it, so i'm not saying that this is the case please don't don't say i'm i'm just saying that we know WWE is entertainment. Mm-hmm. If you have that same language and lingual, lingo in these sports, could it be possible? This is where Donahue comes in and those, those type of right. conversations and kind of mm-hmm. has you say, hmm, is this going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just throw it up. Another aspect of this as we you know start bringing this conversation to a close, Drake, is I don't think as many athletes as we would like to think are wired like you. True competitor, lay it all yeah. out on the line every night, right? I think there are more guys who are easily tempted by this because, and you can, again, you're the pro athlete, you've been in the locker rooms, you know guys' headspace is better than I do, but from this perspective, my perspective, I think the types of athletes that are most likely to get caught up in gambling to some degree are athletes that are number one, bored, have a lot of money, don't don't know what to do with it, Mm. hey, let's throw a few beans over here. Number two, desperate. Guys that are hanging on, mm. trying to maximize it while they can, know they're going to be out of the league anyway, so if they can make some quick money uh, and then get kicked out of the league, they weren't going to play anyways. Or three, the ones that are, I don't know if I want to say uninformed, but don't have a grasp of the ramifications. Mm. Rookies, you know, that maybe got away with it in college, mm-hmm. here or there, come into the league, they get found out, oh, I didn't realize that's what the ramification was. Yeah, I, don't I think, think you're on it. I don't think there are many athletes who are scheming, trying to get mm-hmm. rich, in betting, I think the true competitors that are there for the sport are the ones that will lay it, you know, lay their efforts on the line, not put their money on the line. Those three groups, though, are the ones I think more often are the ones that get caught up in betting. Yeah, fair no, to say? You, I, I, it's fair to say. I think you you hit you hit the nail on the head right there on that one. And we have, you have some text questions that came in. Maybe we'll get to some of those uh, on the other side of the break, but we do have to take a break. It's Wow, time has just kind of flown by. Great discussion, though. We know we didn't get a chance to take a call on that one, but uh, definitely would like to get to your text uh, uh, questions that, or, or thoughts that you guys had there because we did say we would do that. 93.7 The Ticket, we are on the block. We'll be right back after a few messages. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.